Welcome to a very special episode of Natch Reacts. We're coming to you live from Waste Expo 2018, North America's largest solid waste and recycling trade show, serving both the private and the public sectors. Shout out to Shaggy Brownie for the invite. This is our high stakes game show, folks, and I can't think of a better location for high stakes than beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to put our kingmaker to the test. That's right. I'm Josh Tyson, host of Natch 9000, and wish me, with me, as always, is my co-host, Mark Peacock-Brush, consummate natural products insider and supercharged innovator in the natural food space. Oh. Yeah, so now it's time to put our Peacock's medal to the test, so let me ask you, Mark. You're back to the script. Mark, are you ready to react? I am. Did you say we're at the Solid Waste Expo? No, I said we are at Waste Expo 2018, yeah. Las Vegas Convention yeah. Center. I'm not a waste Las Vegas, kingmaker. Nevada. Well, here's the deal, Mark. Our, our game show is quite popular. We get invited to a lot of trade shows Fee. to kind of perform and jazz up the crowd. Yep. yep. Um, so that's kind of what you can expect from Natch Reacts is... We're cashing a check. Live dispatch from, you know, we'll surprise you with our trade show selections. Sure, we'll show up wherever the, uh, the uh, cash... It's not about the cash, too. Everything's connected to the natural products sphere. So why not? Waste Expo 2018. I love it here. Uh, did I ask you? Are you Smells ready to react, like Mark? Blackberries. It I'm does. Ready. Yeah, you you tell me when. I'm, you know, I hit well, the ground. You know, running we can give a little show. background on, but there. Yeah. This is a huge event. You're seeing uh, examples of innovation. I'm seeing a lot of people with uh, Oxford From, shirts. Yeah, there's a lot of Oxford on of the linoleum. Uh, but we're also we're going to discuss shoes. We're going to discuss waste. But first, Mark, I want to hit you with something a little closer. To our normal, God. Uh, you know, woodland meadow. <laughs> what was that, man? Waste Expo. That's very natural. All right. Are you ready, Mark? Here comes your first, of course. Your first audio soundbite. I need you to react. Millions of us do this every day. Poop. Back home from work, what better way to relax than having a drink? Oh. But mm. could our efforts to unwind actually be shortening our lives? A new scientific report seems to say so. A study of 600,000 people from 19 countries found consuming alcohol does affect your life expectancy. It found that between 5 and 10 alcoholic drinks a week could shorten your life by up to 6 months. <gasps> 10 to 18 drinks could affect life expectancy by 1 to 2 years and if you consume more than 18 alcoholic drinks a week it could cut 5 years from your life. You know what could cut more than five years from your life? What's that, Mark? Not having 18 drinks a week. I know. Not being that relaxed. I'm looking across here at the uh, show floor, and I am just seeing the years slip away from all these people. Well, that's the thing, right? As they enjoy free wine from the Scott's Excavator bump truck booth. That's the thing. When you're at a trade show, you, there's a lot of networking going on. You kind of need something to lube. You got to lube it up. You got to lube it up. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring you this story. That how many story, points did Mark. I get? Well, here's how you score your points. Okay. Points. Um, and, you know, stay tuned for Natch 9000 episode. You're so serious. This is a game show, Mark. High <laughs> stakes. Episode 132, we'll be discussing. Three. Uh, Three? No, you're right. You're right. We'll I'm... be discussing that that very story in, in more detail. I was about to say, you're double dipping. And one thing I know we're going to talk about You've is that. You've been known to double dip. You know, part of the reason why alcohol might be linked to a shorter lifespan is that it is considered a level one carcinogen. Oh, I thought that was the question. I was going to get a lot of points. No, no, no. I knew you knew that, Mark. Come on. Well, give me, 
What's the question? Here's your question, Mark. I'm going to read you a list. I've reacted beautifully. I'm going to read you a list of elements, and I and you need to tell me which ones are also you level have one. Done your homework. Carcinogens. Okay. I'm going to give us a little more time here. Moving the clock, moving the game clock ahead. Okay. Arsenic, asbestos, coal tar pitch. Am I supposed to do yes or no? No, I'm going to read it all, and then you have to tell me the ones that are. <laughs> to remember the whole list. <laughs> all right. Arsenic. Yes, yes. or no? Okay. Uh, asbestos. Yes. Coal tar pitch. Yes. Coke production. What do you mean? Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola production. Production? Production. What about production? Is it carcinogenous? The production of Coca-Cola? That's what I'm asking you. Yes. Okay. Formaldehyde. Oh, yeah. Leather dust. Uh, yep. Okay, leather daddy. Plutonium. (laughs) No. Processed meat. Oh, yeah. Salted fish, Chinese style. No. Uh, wood dust. Wait a minute. Am I getting all of these right or are you just not telling me? I'm waiting till the end. Oh, wood dust is not. Okay, Mark. Uh, you almost scored a big point there in round one, but these are all level one oh, carcinogens. Oh, tricked me. Yep. Um, we're going to keep the food news theme rolling point. here. Point? One point. I'll give you a half point. You put in a good effort. Thanks. Um, in case we forgot to mention, Mark needs five points to win. Last week's Cinderella story, first down on winner. his luck through the first four segments, and then in, in uh, segment five, he just surged ahead. Big surge. So Coming maybe that'll out, happen party. today. He's got half a point. This next clip... I can't get in a word edgewise. I'm the host, Mark. You <laughs> yeah, are the subject, Go all right? Ahead. You just have to deal with it. Uh, next, I'm going to take you to the world of fad diets. Love it. So I want you to listen uh, to a description of this fad Just diet. Just did a deep research dive on I don't this know topic. if you, well, then you should know who this is because to score uh, two points, I need you to name Jilly the, uh, the person promoting the fad diet you're about to hear right now. Why is it so onerous to be fat? <laughs> um, I don't see anything wrong with fat. <laughs> I felt like a tank. You know, I felt like a, like a, a large mammal, a big beast. When I move through the corridors or across the lawn, I just feel like uh, I could knock anybody out of my way, you know? I was solid, man. Terrible to be thin and wispy because, you know, you could you could get knocked over by a, st- a strong wind or something, you know? Fat is beautiful. So we, I guess we could call this the fat is beautiful diet, Mark. Uh, who's the who's promoting this diet to the public? Is it is it someone in the seventies? Who, Mark? I can't. David you, Carradine. Ooh, Mark. I'm gonna give you a half point because that is just a good was pull. almost close. Uh, that was Jim Morrison. Oh. Uh, wow, it's a, what a, what a, a pull. A, a posthumous concoction. Uh, I think his recipe for... Did you just say posthumous? Posthumous. Posthumous. <laughs> a pasta mouse production. What is it? Posthumous. 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 No, it's not... Posthumous. <laughs> Fuck. I've only seen that word written. I've never heard it spoken. Posthumous. Posthumous. I think the H, you po- just blow right by it. Posthumous? Posthumous? Post. You must. Posthumous. Yep. Posthumous. Anyway. Uh, Jimmy M. Look for The Fat is Beautiful Diet by the Jim Cobra Morrison. King. You know, on bookshelves. Are there even bookshelves out in the world anymore? Here are and there. Th- are those in the landfills yet? 
They might be. He has a fad diet book coming out? Fat is beautiful, Mark. I don't have the ISBN on hand. I know usually I do. Seven Today I do two, not. You. So I got a point. Yep, you got a point. I'm going to take you now um, to a conversation. This is a live Facebook feed from this very conference. Uh, editorial director Mallory Skuzpansky and Jim Olson, who is senior vice president of safety at Republic Services. Oh, yeah. Rep- RepServe. They're going to talk a little bit about safety in this industry. So I want you to take a listen right now. Um, and obviously, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of Waste Expo this year. You know, how have you seen safety improve over the years? And what are, you know, some of the technologies or equipment out there um, that have kind of entered the industry to help improve yeah. safety? Yeah, that's great. So my mentor is a gentleman named Gary Mosher. Great question. And Gary great question. started wet waste management a long time ago. And back then is when we first took technology. Take us back. So Gary is one of the first people to put a backup camera on the truck. You put a camera on a truck at a division in Iowa, if I remember correctly. I think he's right. uh, He was reaching out to the division to get feedback on how well is the camera working. And the manager said, you have to come down and see for yourself. So Gary, 30 years ago, was thinking, oh, boy, what are they going to say? And he gets down there and he talks to the driver. And the driver told him, hey, you actually saved a life by putting a camera on my truck. He said, I was backing up in the camera. I saw a person in a wheelchair behind my truck stuck in a sewer grate. You know where and this is going. if that camera hadn't been there, I might have ran that individual over. Harrowing tale. And thence began the era of the rear view camera in all motorized vehicles. You think, Thanks it's, to you Gary. think it started in... Rep uh, serve Gary. In, in waste, solid waste, in totally. waste expo. Okay. You know that story. Interesting that you make the connection, Mark. It's almost like you've read my mind because your question... Three points. Oh, I'm gonna, this is a, you can get big points here. I'm not going to tell you how many just yet. <laughs> I think Waste Expo might be a New Hope property. Well, okay, Mark. I, I need to ask you uh, about those, I mean those rear view cameras, Informa. Mark. This is a yes or no question. Okay. Doesn't get much easier than 50/50. this. 50-50. 50-50 chance. How many points? Now, do you think these backup cameras in uh, consumer vehicles, Mark, have they been a boon to the, to, uh, to the safety and wellness of humanity? <laughs> This is obviously a trick question. You want me to say no because the answer could be either yes or no, depending on how you want to float it. Inconceivable. <laughs> I'm going to say. Well, but how do you know I didn't set you up knowing that you would deduce that well, that was my intent? I would say, I'm going to say no. Iocane powder. Have they been a boon, Mark? No. Two points. No. Yes, no. Yes. Listen to this. Let me, let me spew some logic. It's like, it's like a, you're distracted. You're looking at the little screen. You're I have not to see attention. when the next cues are coming up, no, dude. No, not you. The, I'm talking about the driver of oh. the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that is one of the points made in this article yeah, that I found. You. I don't remember where it came from, but listen to this. Sometimes I'm a genius. Between 2008 and 2011, the most recent years for which data was made available, uh, backup cameras more than doubled from 32% to 68% of all new cars sold. Way more High cameras. penetration. Lots of penetration. Deep penetration, but injuries fell less than 8% from about not commensurate 13,000 down to 12,000. An improvement in safety has been very, very gradual from year to year. There has been no posthumous improvement in safety. I'm sorry, what was that? (laughs) Posthumous? I think that might have been the correct pronunciation. Extra half point. (laughs) Mark, you are up to three and a half points. No, you just gave me, oh yeah. Three and a half points. Three and a half points. Do the math. And what are we on? Uh, I, got, I got two left. Yeah, you might have this one, Mark. Oh, boy. I don't want I you to get it cocky, it. though. I can taste it. I don't want you to get it cocky. 
what I want you to do, Can rather you, than getting cocky. Oh, you're going, you're going obscure, aren't open you? Open your ear holes. No, open your ear holes and listen. Waste from London's toilets, sinks, and gutters is carried away by a network of interconnecting, ever larger pipes designed and built by sewage superstar and pioneer Joseph Bazalgette. <laughs> Joseph Bazalgette. Oh, BJ. Well, I think you've seen uh, uh, Shaggy Brownie's back piece, so you know what the man looks like. An engineer who <laughs> completely changed the way we live, Mark. <laughs> Um, but here's, I'm going to give you a little background and then there's a question I'm nestled at the end for you. Okay? Popping all over this mic because I'm so excited about uh, Basil Jet. By the time he married his wife, Maria Ko, K-O-U-G-H, she really took one for the team, becoming a Basil Get. Uh, in 1845, Basil Get was deeply involved in the expansion of the railway network, working so hard that he suffered a nervous breakdown <gasps> two years later. Don't work yourself. Now check this out. While he was recovering from said nervous breakdown, London's Metropolitan Commission of Sewers ordered that all cesspits should be closed and that house drains should connect to sewers and empty into the Thames. What, what are you doing with this show? You are doing so much research. As a result, Mark, of all the shit in London going into the Thames River. The what? The Thames. What do you get, Mark? <laughs> You're having a TH issue. You get a cholera epidemic, Mark. Yeah. That lasted in, in, from uh, 1848 to 1849. That goddamn Thames. Fill in the blank, Mark. That epidemic, and you need to come within. <laughs> I need you to come within <laughs> 200 here. How many Londoners were killed by the cholera epidemic of eight of 1848 and 49? <laughs> All right. Within how many? 200. Within 200. A lot of cholera. You're even, you, I'm going to say uh, uh, 11,314. I'm going to pretend that I said within 2,000 and give you a half point, Mark. 14,137. Hey, that is not a bad guess. Four points. That was a, you were well within the ballpark. Yeah, that was pretty solid. That was a base hit. I'm giving you a half point. Thames. Uh, the Thames, uh, I believe is how you pronounce that, Mark. So next time, just keep that in mind. All right, Mark. Um, oh. We have arrived at the Wait last. And I've got four or four and a half? You've got four. You need one point to win. Ooh. I'm going to give you one more uh, waste-related <laughs> clip because we are at Waste Expo 2018. Who doesn't love Las Vegas? <laughs> who doesn't love shit? I'll come in again. Who doesn't love Las Vegas? And uh, who doesn't love Japan, Mark? Because that's where Ooh. I'm taking you with this next clip. In this small Japanese town, residents take the concept of recycling very seriously. Mm. The subtitles in this video tell it all. They separate their trash into a whopping 34 categories. That's six of them? Welcome to Kamikatsu, Japan, the zero-waste town. That's right, Mark. Kamikatsu, Japan, Zero Waste Town. Huh. That clip came to us from a, a that, documentary. That clit? <laughs> clip. Check the tape, my friend. Thames. <laughs> clip. Posthumous clit on the Thames. The posthumous clip floating down the Thames River. Uh, that documentary, it's a little mini web doc, about five minutes in length. It's called How Great. This Town Produces No Trash. Uh-huh. Uh, this town announced that oh, no. in 2003... They announced this, that by 2020... You were going to fuck me with this, aren't you? I'm not. They would be zero waste, okay? Okay. 
Uh, they currently recycle and reuse nearly 80% of their non-organic waste, Mark. That is astounding. Astounding. And especially here at uh, Waste Expo 2018. A role model for all of us. Exactly. Um, okay. Now, what I'm going to tell you next is that that is much higher than the national Japanese average oh. of about 20%. So, Mark, this video was a big hit. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> no views. No views. I want you to know. I want you to tell me <laughs> within 200,000, Mark. That's no a clue. Way. That's a clue in and of itself. That is a clue. How many views has this amazing five-minute documentary on a zero-waste zero town nestled somewhere in Japan? How many views, Mark? It cannot have that many views. Or maybe it can. Mark, okay, wait, before you answer that, <laughs> I want you to understand It cannot be millions of views. You're saying not that many people can care about zero waste. And you're saying that from the expo room or the expo floor here. You know how many people come to this expo? At Waste Expo, Expo Waste 2018. Are you trying to throw me off the scent? No, are you trying to spit in everyone's eye here by being so shocked that a... I can smell a fake poop. A story? A, I'm going to guess. About successful waste reduction. Of course that's going to be a hit, Mark. Look around you. Look One at the million. bright eyes. One million. One million. How many, would you say? Ooh, is this another clue? I don't know. I oh. don't know. <laughs> so if I said just one million, I'd be wrong. You might fall short or you might have overbid, in which case you'd be eliminated anyway. One million three hundred thousand and twelve. One million four hundred and twenty-one thousand eight hundred and thirty-five. But I had to give you a crutch. <laughs> You hobbled close to the finish line, but you only got three quarters of a point. I am sorry to report that Mark uh, has fallen just a little bit short in Natriacs. Always the bridesmaid. Uh, Natriacs, episode zero, Waste. We just want to say thank you again to Shaggy Brownie. Thank you, you again to Waste Expo, Expo. Episode posthumous. Waste Expo 2018. Yep. We want to say thank you to the city of Las Vegas. Check your notes. Mark would like to thank Siegfried and Roy. Uh, he had a devil of a time. We were in front of the Mirage, and Mr. Too Many Salty Dogs over here thinks he can climb the face of the statue, you know, the brass statue of their yeah, busts. It was all worn down. People he tried to it climb it. He was actually humping, I believe it was Siegfried's Ow, cheek. All in good fun. Lost his grip, fell, injured his back, but he rallied. He's What's here. New? He's got some sorghums. He's got some back issues. Wrists. He forgot to bring his own flip flops. He's worried he might have athlete's foot. It's been that kind of expo, but hey, it's Waste Expo 2018. Anything can happen. Las Vegas, it stays here, but we don't. Uh, next week, next month, whenever we come back to you, it's going to be from another trade show floor, and there is going to be high hey, stakes. There's a hint. High stakes we, trivia. We might be in Japan for the next one. We might. You never know. What I can guarantee you, though, is that we will be reacting. We want you to react. React.